welcome in again to another edition of The Voice of Camp Nathaniel. I am Stephen Bell, and with me as always is the melodious, the ever-present. You know, I'm, I'm, these, I'm getting a list of adjectives. These titles that, keep getting longer and longer. Well, I know, but I, I'm going to make it my goal that almost every show to give you just a random adjectives that you don't see coming and... And just and then, and then I just kind of stare at you with yeah. the mic in front of me, confused because exactly. I'm like, I don't know what's happening. Exactly. This is Lee Sharp. <laughs> <laughs> that that was a long intro. That was a Lee long Sharp. intro there, just to get to be like, yeah, and that's Lee, yeah, that Lee guy. <laughs> that's right. Uh, yeah, Stephen and Lee coming at you guys again, man. We we're excited because we are right in the middle of our summer camp season. We uh, we just had the last episode. We had three of our summer missionaries in here talking about what it's like being a summer missionary and and encouraging those who would potentially jump in and be part of that as well. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, from time to time, we're going to be able to sit down. Uh, one, of the, one of the cool parts is because each week we have a different speaker we that do. comes in and they're the camp pastor for the week. Mm-hmm. And right now, when we're recording this, we're right in the middle of our first middle school week. And we've got the camp speaker who's in here with us going to share with us a little bit today, we don't do. we? He's just kind of sitting on the other side of the table. Yeah, he's waiting for the it's intro. A li- it's a little awkward when we talk about people yeah. and they're and they're sitting in the room with us. It is. I mean, technically, we, we could have recorded all of this before we even got there and we saved us ourselves a load of time. But why would we do that, Lee? No, we like to make this awkward for everyone. <laughs> hey, uh, everybody, welcome in uh, Mr. Luke Sachs. I'm, I'm, I'm just making sure I'm saying that right. Luke Sachs from Corinth Baptist Church in London, Kentucky. Luke, how you doing, man? I'm good. Good to be here. This yes, is indeed. a uh, being a camp pastor is like a bucket list item. It's something I've always wanted to do. And uh, recording a podcast is also on that list. So I'm See, fulfilling two, two dreams at once. Happy we can shorten that bucket list for you. This is what happens at Camp Nathaniel. That's, Dream, that's what happens. Dreams come true. Dreams come true. Your bucket list gets shorter. It's, it's just a great all-around experience. So, so ha- have, you, have, you, have you ever done a camp pastor type thing like this before? No, this is the first time. First time, yep. man. So, so you're, wow. So let's see, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, you're planning five sermons in five days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How's that been for you? Awesome. I uh, spent a lot of time in preparation, um, kind of at the beginning of the summer, getting ready for it, and I'm locked and loaded. Nice, man. So. Good deal. Well, we've got we've got a lot to talk about. So, uh, so yeah, welcome into the voice of Camp Nathaniel, the the longest running uh, ministry here at camp. Um, summer camp might have us beat. Well, that's true. Well, summer Asi- camp. Aside, aside from, from summer, summer camp, camp. Yeah. this is the second longest. Yeah, yeah. Aside from ministry. summer camp, for sure. And so, uh, we've we've changed the format up this past year. So far, so good. Everybody seems to be a uh, be thrilled with this. So, man, we're excited to get to sit down and talk with you. So, Lee's got some questions. We're going to throw your way, but um, can, are so, we are we going to talk about where he, we're talking about where he's from? And where he's like from? Yeah, let's get yeah, the let's, let's get the intro here. So, you're from London, London, yes, Ki- London, not Kentucky, originally. not London, England. Yeah. Where are you from originally? Because yep. that joke's never been made before, has it? Uh, all the people from London all <laughs> groan at the same time. But with technology, people from London could technically listen to this right now. So, If there's someone from London, England listening to this right at this moment, and I, please, not, please <laughs> get just, in contact with us. I just offended everyone from London, England, I'm afraid. I want to say hi. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, so, so yes, uh, Luke, tell us, uh, tell us a little bit where you're from, man. Yeah. So I've lived in London for... Um, well, almost three years. God called me here to pastor, be a student pastor at Corinth Baptist Church. Um, so it'll be three years in November that I've been here. Um, been married for coming up on two years. So my wife's been here for about um, two years. We're both not originally from 
Kentucky. So that um, begs the question. Yep. So uh, I'm from the coast, from the beach, which is a lot different than the mountains. Which coast? We got a couple East of coast. those. East, East coast. coast. All so, right. <laughs> uh, I'm from I'm from Yorktown, Virginia. Uh, okay. If you're a history buff, that's where the Revolutionary War was won. Yeah. So it's pretty important. It's pretty mm-hmm. cool. Pretty Indeed. cool place. Lived there my whole life pretty much before I moved here. My wife's from southwest Virginia, a little closer to here, Roanoke. So okay. we're both Virginians. So I'll ask the first question here. How did you end up in London, Kentucky? How did, yes. how did, how did that point? And you can say like, oh, well, God called us there. But I mean, like, but what's the story behind it? That's how the, did he do that? That's the easy answer. Yeah. Yeah, that's the short answer. So I was doing a pastoral uh, residency or, or you call it an internship. It was about two mm-hmm. years at uh, the church that I went to. Um, I actually attended this church during college. And then um, I was called to ministry during college. And they offered me to do this internship. Um, it was coming to a close, and I was looking for God's call on my life, where, the next step, um, what my assignment would be. And uh, my supervisor uh, had known a pastor that was out in London, and I got a call from the senior pastor at Corinth Baptist Church, and I made it pretty brief because I was like, London, Kentucky does not sound like a place I want to be. And yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a lot different from, from where I was living. I, never, I didn't really expect myself to, to go there. And um, I did pray about it. And when you pray about stuff and when you seek the Lord, sometimes you don't always get what, what you think. So Yeah, because we don't have a coast anywhere around here. Man. Yeah, so the Lord <laughs> You're directed. pretty far inland at we've, this point. We've got a few lakes. That's if true. You, if, if you, you want to count that. If you want to count that. There's water, and <laughs> we, we, we import some sand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> so the Lord directed my steps out here, and I followed, and that's how I ended up here. Now, you guys, um, your senior pastor, Andrew, uh-huh. um, what was Andrew's last name? Uh, Andrew Dyer. Dyer, yeah. Dyer. Excuse me, he was just here actually a few weeks ago and uh, sharing with us during um, our orientation week, I believe. And so, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the senior pastor. I'm, I'm now just making all of the connections. Are you? Are you? I'm, I didn't realize all welcome of to, the welcome so. to the Welcome to the club here, Lee. So there you that's, go. That's good. Uh, yeah, man, man, so excited to have you and, and your wife. And, and, yeah, and you've been, how long did you say you've been the student pastor at Corinth? A uh, little less than three years. A little less than three years. Yeah. Okay, good deal. Well, cool and deal, man. So jumping into connections and how things are. Yeah. Camp Nathaniel, the way that we typically operate is you don't end up here on accident. No, you really don't. You don't just show up. There's so. always something. somebody came to your church and connected you somehow, or you got a friend or a family member, or you were just born here. Um, <laughs> but there is some way that you get pulled in. You don't just happen upon Camp Nathaniel. There's so always ask, a story somewhere. So I'll ask the question, what's the story for there? How did you end up coming to camp? Or what, Actually, I'll ask, when was your first time at Camp Nathaniel? My first time at Camp Nathaniel was last year. I came and I led some of the training sessions for your summer missionaries okay. um, during orientation week, which was awesome, getting to train them about just stuff I'm really passionate about. I love yeah. training people. So gotcha. that was the first time. And then the way that I found out and got involved with it was so Corinth Baptist Church, where I serve at, mm-hmm. is where Matt, the camp director, and Jen, his wife, used to attend. Mm-hmm. Um, funny enough, they were gone by the time that I was called to Corinth. So I, yeah, did, I did not meet them at Corinth. I met them through, like, I just heard about them yeah. a, a lot and, like, a lot of good things. They're, and we love them. Like, we have, it's, we were just talking about this last night. Like, Matt and Jen are like just special people. Like we did, we don't really know how we connected because like we really shouldn't have, mm-hmm. but like we, they're a huge blessing in our lives, even though we're not at the same church and they 
don't have to be a blessing in our lives like they choose to be. And it's, it's really cool. So we had heard about them and then we got to meet them through some of the, some just friends um, involved in student ministry, involved in the church, met them mm-hmm. and we became friends and they were like, you know, telling us about Camp Nathaniel and what they do. And I was like, man, that's awesome. We love camp. Um, I worked a summer camp before I was, uh, when I was in college, my wife mm-hmm. worked, I worked one year of, of summer camp at, with huge camps. My wife worked mm-hmm. like four summers of huge camp. Like we just love camp. And mm-hmm. so we were like, we love camp. We'll help you in any way possible. And uh, that's when they uh, kind of like, yeah, we'll keep you posted. And um, so the opportunity arose last year for us to do camp training. Um, like I said, we're super passionate about camp. Gotcha. So we took that. And then this year they were, they asked us if we wanted to come and for me to be a camp pastor. And I was like, yeah, I'm not, I'm absolutely going to do that. Nice. It's, sounds awesome. Man, you get you get lodging for the week. You get free food the week. It's a it's it's mm-hmm. it's a sweet deal, man. I mean, I mean, obviously we're, we get to we get to minister to a ton of kids. Absolutely amazing yeah. opportunity there. But it's a, there's a lot of perks that go along with that as well. So oh yeah, it's so, a big it's blessing. Awesome. I mean, it, it in a sense it's it's almost vacation like. Yeah. Um, you know, preaching five sermons one a night is it's work, obviously. Of course. Um, yeah. But it it's always a blessing to do stuff like that and it's a privilege and it's a joy like to to preach God's word and mm-hmm. and so it fills you and it it you know it tires you but it fills you spiritually and then just being able to hang out with the campers and with the staff and eat meals have our own cabin just relax like Camp Nathaniel is beautiful I yeah. don't know if any of the listeners have have been to Camp Nathaniel I'm sure many of them have but it is beautiful and the stuff that happens the ministry that happens is also beautiful. So just getting to be a part of that is very restful, actually, from the regular rhythms of pastoral ministry. Mm. Good. Really cool. Side note, um, as you mentioned, doing staff training there, you heard some of our staff in the last podcast. If you haven't heard that, go back and listen to that podcast. You'll hear a lot of good things from them. Um, But that is something that we do. When the staff come in, they've got the big there's a whole interview process and everything, but once they're actually in, we're not just like, okay, great. No, we, we train them. And it's not just trainings in like, oh, well, you know, there's the obvious things for camp. You got first aid, you've got some lifeguard stuff, you've got um, where everything is on campus and different things like that. But we're also training them in things like evangelism and mm-hmm. how to have those deep conversations with kids and how to get on beyond the, the surface level stuff so that you can get down to the core of like, okay, Let's talk about some real issues. Let's get some real things worked out, and let's have that in a very compact week. Because oh, very compact, very compact. Because it feels like it's like oh, it's a whole week long, but like the amount of deep conversations that happen in this yeah. week here <laughs> are um, you're yeah, it's it's, <laughs> it's 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 kind of boot campish, you know. It I is. mean, it's, it's it's pretty intense and the stuff that I, I, they have to go through. But uh, uh, man, I mean, what uh, what. It's amazing to know that at the end of the week, you've got you got a group of thirty uh, young people ready to really get serious about the gospel and mm-hmm. and and, uh, and really just ministers to kids really really well. So so just saying that out there because not yeah, everybody that knows that all of you know they think oh the staff just come and they just know what to do. It's like no, we, we train, <laughs> um, we do lots of training, and it's not just on some of the basic things you might be thinking of. That's it right. Is on that's right. All things camp. So to ask the question here because you've been. Um, you've had, let's see, today is, we're recording this on a Tuesday, so you've had one night so far, 
um, or two nights. Two nights. So two far. nights, because we had Sunday night and Monday night. Yep. Welcome um, to Camp Lee. Welcome to Camp <laughs> <laughs> It all kind of runs is, together. Time it? feels a little bit relative <laughs> at times, because you're like, I don't understand. What day of the week is it? Yeah, um, yeah I've, I've stopped even asking. So so I'll ask you, what have you been, you said you've been, you did a lot of prep work the being of summer. What have you been teaching? Yes. All of these these sermons each night, because there's obviously that's different than just like the normal like, oh, I'm going to prepare a sermon for Sunday or maybe even Sunday night. It's a little bit different because it's like, hey, how about five? And we can go ahead and all at once and and go ahead and, you know, dive into the future a little bit, because not only what have you taught on, but what will you be teaching on? And so kind of give us a breakdown of the week. Yeah. So um, Romans five every single night. And we're going to go through the whole passage with middle schoolers. So um and in a way, that just lines up with my convictions about God's word, that it should be expositionally preached um, within its context, uh, verse by verse. I'm going to pause real quick. Expositionally. That's a big yes. word. That is a big word. Can you should, define Should, should we, we define that? We should probably define that. Yeah, it's, it's bringing light to God's word in its proper places. It's exposing it. It's unfolding it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like um, you've got a puzzle, and you, you take it apart, and you look at each piece, and then you put it back together to make the story make sense. Good. It's kind of how I gotcha. quickly would think about that. Good. Yeah. Continue. Um, so, and I, I went through a lot of different iterations of what I was going to preach because never done this before. And I wanted to be, at first I wanted to be creative and exciting and think about, how, so our theme this week is challenge accepted. First mm-hmm. Peter three fifteen. but always in your heart, sanctify the Lord as holy, being prepared to make a defense for the hope that is within you with gentleness and respect. It's kind of a hard theme actually to line up five sermons with and, mm. So I went through a couple of different things, and finally, it just I was convicted that every everything I was doing, I wanted to add Romans five into it for some reason. And so God directed me to Romans five, and I was finally just like, you know what? I'm just going to preach like I normally would. I'm just going to preach through Romans five. And uh, the reason I believe that is because so that verse says that we are to be prepared to make a defense for the hope that is within us. And I think that Romans five is maybe one of the most um, just concise passages that displays what the Christian hope is. It also mm-hmm. talks about um, the holiness of God in a way and, and our sanctification and our, our glorification and mm-hmm. just all these different facets of the Christian life that line up with First um, Peter 3.15. So we're just preaching through that and making it um, engaging and relatable to middle school students. Nice. Very nice. What we got? I can go in deeper to that if you want to. Let's jump in. Let's jump deeper. Yeah, yeah. So, like, have you been like breaking the passage down into like different sections, or are you just like trying to do all at once? Also, side note: if you're listening to our podcast and you're at home, this would be a great time to pause your podcast, get your Bible out, go read through Romans chapter five, and then come back. And very true. Maybe you'll maybe you know like read through it. Or right after this podcast, go and read through Romans chapter 5 and remember all of the things that we're just about to talk about as we're yep, getting in yep, deeper yep. into it. And you might be like, oh, I've never even noticed that before because mm-hmm. this is the beautiful thing about the Bible. You can read it multiple times and you will pick up more and more and more and more out of it every single time. So Very either true. pause and go read it or read it right after. But yeah, let's let's dive in deeper. Yeah, so I broke it into five parts. I mean, I could probably preach for breaking Romans 5 Breaking any chapter of Romans into just five sermons is a challenge mm-hmm. <laughs> um, because Romans is just so dense theologically. Um, but I want these kids to know theology. I want them to do it here at camp. It's a great spot. They're, they're away. They're unplugged. They're focused on God. Mm-hmm. Um, and so 
Uh, the first night, I just preached one verse. Uh, Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. That was all we preached on. And um, I walked them back, actually, and preached on Genesis 1 through 3 and kind of walked through what it means for God to be holy. And by walking through God's holiness, we realized that we are not holy, mm-hmm. and there's a problem in the fall, mm-hmm. and we have consequences of sin, and we do not have peace with God. Um, and yet, Paul tells us that we have peace with God through Jesus Christ. Through being justified, we can have peace with God. So we talked about holiness. We talked about the hope that we can have in peace um, with God, which is just an amazing blessing that he gives us. Peace in our salvation, peace like, you know, you know, in justification, like that God chooses not to look at our sinful record, but that he looks at us with Jesus' perfect righteous record and saves us. But then peace in the fact that we have fellowship with God. Mm-hmm. Um, Talked about like, like almost like straight on with, during my Bible class this morning with the seventh and eighth grade guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, just just going back to the mm-hmm. to the the reality. You know, we were created for this peace with God as as we were talking about the way we were designed, and mm-hmm. so uh, just it, it, it's just really cool. You know how how the Holy Spirit kind of lines all of our teaching in line, so that the kids are getting uh, everything's being reaffirmed in what yeah. they're what they're hearing. Yeah, so as awesome. so, I'll say as kids are here and they start off their days. Um, kind of a breakdown of the day there just so that people know, like, oh, Bible class and um, Mm -hmm. sermons that are happening. When's all this happening? Um, Starting off each day, they get up, they get breakfast, we do flag raising, all that good stuff. Right after breakfast, we we break them up into smaller groups and do Bible studies with everybody. Um, And then after Bible study, they have some time to go out and play some games. Um, After that, we'll grab lunch, and then they have some more games and some more fun stuff in the afternoon. And then in all the evenings are when all of these sermons are being preached. And as Stephen is pointing out, the the work of the Holy Spirit here is that sometimes the Bible study will line up with what's happening yeah, in the right. evening. Yeah, and sure. many times it does. And um, for any of our campers and whatnot, that should be kind of a hint for them. Like, hey, if you heard the same thing in the morning and the same thing in the evening, <laughs> right. maybe it's important Perhaps. and you should pay and we attention. we don't plan it. Like, yeah, no. I no, man. Know, I, 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 know, I had no clue what you were, what you were preaching on, you know? Yeah, he doesn't know what I'm preaching on. I don't know what his Bible class is on. Yep. I only know the theme verse, like, it just mm-hmm. happens. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just God. And absolutely. Absolutely beautiful. All right, so what? we'll keep going here. What else are we getting into? Yeah, so night two, we talked about the hope that we can have in the, in, uh, the grace of God. Um, so it says that we have received by faith um, the grace that we get to stand in. So mm-hmm. we receive a, a, the first grace, which is faith. You know, God, we don't deserve anything. Mm-hmm. We don't deserve peace with God. We don't. He saves us by his grace, not not by our works, Ephesians 2, 8, and 9. We can't boast about that. Mm-hmm. The first grace that he gives us is faith. And um, so we have access to, to being able to stand in the glory of God. Um, so we talked about justified on the first night, sanctified, and glorified on the second night. So standing is a continual thing. It doesn't say that we stood in, in God's grace. It doesn't say that we're going to stand in God's grace. It says we stand presently in it and forevermore. Um, so we are sanctified. We're made more like him. We're made more holy, um, mm-hmm. even though um, we are, we're not going to be perfect on this earth. Um, we're made more, more like him. Um, that's part of his grace. And then one day we're going to stand forever in his grace, which is the hope that we look forward to. And so all of that creates the holistic picture of salvation. Mm-hmm. Um, and that really is the hope that is within us. We talked about trials and suffering and uh, the fact that the Christian life, you can expect to suffer in it, um, but that we can have hope in life and in death. Um, because of Jesus, and uh, we can count those sufferings as joy. We have 
the Holy Spirit, God living inside of us in a very real sense that gives mm-hmm. us this hope, that allows us and enables us to live for Christ. A quick plug real quick. If you've never listened to uh, uh, the Gettys and and them sing uh, Matt uh, Boswell, Christ, Our Hope, and Life and Death, right mm-hmm. now would be a yeah. great time. Yeah. To give that uh, give that a search on YouTube and check that out it comes from the first question of the Heidelberg Catechism. Absolutely phenomenal song goes right along with what Luke's talking about there. What's the song name? One more time. Christ, our hope in life and death. Christ, our I hope preached those words last night, and it's not scripture, but like I was thinking of that song. Yeah, man, I was too. So <laughs> good deal. Good there. deal. Side note: as talking about Bible studies, I'm leading one as well in the mornings that is all about the Holy Spirit and how that Spirit is in you and guiding you and leading you to become more like Christ, which is exactly what you're then in the evening hitting. And then I'm hitting it in the morning. You get it in the evening. And again, more work of the Holy Spirit and just what we're teaching and when we're teaching it and how that meshes together. It's really cool. All right, let's go. So tonight we're going to do Romans 5, 6 through 11. Um, I think everybody knows the big verse in there, 5, 8, you know, but while we were still sinners um, at the right time, um, God displayed his love toward us, um, Christ died for us, um, and so we're justified by his blood, um, we're reconciled, uh, we're saved, and um, that's just awesome that mm-hmm. we, again, we didn't earn it. Yeah. We were, it, it, in that passage, it, it calls us weak, ungodly, sinners. That's our identity before mm-hmm. Christ. Um, all of us are born into that identity, um, which is what, it, what we're going to talk about the, the next night, um, is that um, kind of big term is headship, um, but, mm-hmm. it, but just the original sin and then mm-hmm. our sin nature that is just, we're in Adam. Mm-hmm. So yep. that'll be kind of night four is that Adam kind of messed this up for us. And I think it's very easy to think, well, that's just not fair. Adam, yeah, I wasn't Adam. I didn't do that. But it says that we all sinned in Adam. Um, likely that means that we would have all done that. But mm-hmm. it it definitely means that um, that we all sinned in Adam, when Adam sinned, it was it was all of us, but that at least that he was our representative, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that God deals with us through him as our representative. And we could say that that's not fair, that, and this is kind of what I'm going to tell them, um, because I think that a middle schooler would be like, well, that's not fair. I didn't, I didn't do that. Adam did that. But the truth of the, of God's word says that we sinned in him. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I would say that, you know what, what's really not fair. That's fair to me. What's really not fair is that Christ, the holy, perfect Son of God, would die in our place, and he yeah. would experience yeah. the wrath the of God. The fact that any of us get grace yeah. right. is, is just, unfair. Just pulling you a know, quick logic move there, that makes absolutely no sense, because you're like, we're awful sinners who disrespect and do we, we do awful things, and we treat God terribly, yeah, and then God's we, like, you know what I'm going to do in response to all of your awfulness and all of your sin and all of your death that you bring into the world? I'm going to love you. Yeah. Yeah, which yeah, good. you know, just from a, a purely human standpoint, makes no sense at all. Because you're like, <laughs> but, but you, no, he should be like angry with us or frustrated or or you know just whatever. And then all of a sudden he's like, no, I I actually love you. And you're like, what? what? Yeah. <laughs> you know, we people argue all the time. Was I just want God to be fair? You know, because we we see ourselves as being offended, but but we never see the holiness of God as being offended. Because if we Literally, if we we don't want God to be fair based on our understanding of fairness, because our understanding of fairness is 
<laughs> We've been offended, so we need to get what's ours. But in reality, it's God who has been defend, who has been offended, mm-hmm. and for Him to get what is His would mean that oh, you know, it'd be bad. It'd be bad. <laughs> it'd be bad for all of us. Yeah. So we we want Him to be gracious. We want Him to be merciful yep. as He is. And that passage declares that the gift, the free gift of, of grace, that's talking about the gift is better than the trespass. Mm-hmm. And um, so I want these campers to know that they're sinners. I know that yep. sounds mean, um, but you have to preach sin to preach the gospel. Without a knowledge of sin, then the cross makes no sense whatsoever. Correct. Yeah. You can't solve a problem that you don't know about. Right. Um, and so we're going we're gonna to preach sin, and we're going to preach that the grace is better than the trespass. And, Good. Uh, that's what that passage declares, um, that we're not condemned, we're reconciled, and we receive an abundance of grace. Not just once, but we, again, we stand in it. Um, so that's going to be mm-hmm. the fourth night, the fifth night, um, last night. Hilltop. This happens. Hilltop yeah. Chapel. Yeah, this is the, the final night. If you is, if you haven't been <laughs> to camp yet. Um, we hike up the hill we, and you preach in the open air and yeah. nothing's awesome. plugged we, in. It's great. We've got some, we'll have a, some fires going up there. Yeah, it's, it's fantastic. Um, it is a, it's a very special night it for is. campers and many campers who are listening to the past campers, you like out of your, all the things that happen at camp. Most people, when you ask them, what was your favorite part of camp? Hilltop. Oh, it's Hilltop. Hilltop, every single time, because it's, it's the, the culmination of the week leading yeah, up to great. that. So what are we going to hear at, Hill, at Hilltop then? Uh, the reign of grace. Mm. Um, grace reigns through righteousness. Um, it teaches us righteousness. It, it, it continuously, again, it, it sanctifies us, God's grace. Um, so it reigns through righteousness. It reigns to eternal life. Um, so it, it reigns uh, when, when you ex- accept the grace of God, when you, are, when you have been given the grace of God and have faith, it reigns in your life, and it reigns forevermore um, until we are glorified with him, and it reigns only through Jesus. Um, I think I mentioned the exclusivity of Jesus last night. I didn't use those words, but we're, we can only be saved by Jesus. The, the reign of grace can only, grace can only reign in our lives because and by Jesus. Um, He's the cornerstone. He is the center of the Christian's mm-hmm. universe. He is the center of, of God's universe. Everything um, was made um, by him and through him and for him. He's the radiance of God. He is, he's how we know God. Like, it's the primary revelation of, of God. Like, how do we know God? We, we have Jesus. Um, we have his word, of course, but, like, what's the word tell us about? It tells us about Jesus from Genesis mm-hmm. to Revelation. It's Jesus all the way through. Um, and then I'll, I'll probably touch on, actually, the first few verses of Romans 6. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? Certainly not. The Christian life is, even though you receive grace, you don't wallow in your sin and continue mm-hmm. in it. You, you, grace is not opposed to effort, is what I said last night. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not opposed to our discipline. And so we discipline ourselves. We, we become prepared to share, the, to share the gospel, to make a defense, to love people to do justice and mercy and walk humbly with our God. And so hopefully through those, these five nights, through Romans 5, um, these campers will leave with a clear picture of what the hope that the Christian has. Um, what is our hope? Um, what does that mean? Um, what does it mean that God's holy and I'm not? What does it mean that I should be walking with God toward sanctification, toward glorification? Um, and, and hopefully it will help them be prepared to make a defense and encourage them 
and bless them. Um, not by anything that I do, um, but I'm just trying to preach God's word and God's mm-hmm. word does all the work. That's right. The word is living and active, mm-hmm. sharper than any double-edged sword, and uh, and it is divinely inspired. It is the very breath of God. So if we if we give them anything else other than the word, we we give them a dis- we we do a disservice mm-hmm. to them, and and we're and we're doing nothing more than babysitting for a week. So we are here to preach the word. And uh, and Luke, man, thank you, thank you for yeah. being faithful to the word of God, and uh, to be able to present um, to present it clearly, unapologetically, um, for their good and for the and for God's glory. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. We're we we got a few more minutes here. We got a few more minutes. Do we uh do we have any any more questions that we were gonna throw out to to Luke at the time or not? I think that was our big ones right there. Well, of course. Um, yeah. But I was I say we sometimes ask for different resources and like things that you should go read after the fact. Hey, but I yeah, was thinking we, like obviously we've already thrown out the big one here. So right after we fin- you finish up this podcast here, if you're driving and you're heading home after you head home or you know you get. Or if you're driving, get your Bible app out and hit play. Sometimes it'll read; it will read to you. Um, many Bible apps will <laughs> read Romans chapter five. Um, that's going to be the big one there. And then if you're feeling like you want to do a little bit of extra credit, he's already given you the hint. You can start into chapter six. Mm. So, yeah, you know, you said that the the the, the, the apps where it reads to you and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you you do know you guys do know James Earl Jones recorded him reading the Bible. I don't know if you knew that or not. I but, didn't know if so, I knew so that. So what that means is, what that means is, technically, if you turn that on and you just breathe real heavy, it sounds like Darth Vader's reading the Bible to you. Either that or Mufasa. Somehow know, we had, somehow we ended up in Star we Wars. Had, we had, who who would have known? Who knew? <laughs> wow. Oh man! Hey, hey uh, we're like we said, uh, shows are a little different right now because we're in the middle of summer, and so we're not really taking that portion of the program right now to highlight mm-hmm. what's going on at summer because camp's going on. We're in the middle of it, or what's going on at camp because summer camp's going on at camp. So, like you said, we're in the middle of it, but we will be uh, here in the next couple of episodes. We are going to go back to highlighting. Um, programs and events coming up at Camp Nathaniel. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know one of those, and, and I know I can go ahead and say this with confidence. Um, I'm not giving too many details, but uh, we're going to be talking about some. We're going to be talking about our horses here in a com- in, in a, within the next few me- weeks to a month because mm-hmm. uh, we got a great horsemanship program, Trails to Truth, that's going to be kicking back up uh, here in the fall. And I know a lot of people out there are going to be wanting to know about that. And we'll get a uh, Lord willing, get James and Hannah in here. They're they're busy busy bees around campus, man. But we're mm-hmm. going to get them in here and get all the details on that. But we're excited to continue to talk about things going on at camp. And, uh, and Luke, again, man, thank you so much for uh, jumping in with us. We, we hope you've, uh, we hope uh, this has been worthy of your bucket list, man. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate y'all having me and um, it's just really cool what, what's going on here at camp. Very cool. Lee, anything to add before we get out of here? Uh, just thanks everybody for tuning us or turning the, the t- say tune us in like it's a radio. Um, turning the podcast on. Um, <laughs> let me let me update my language here. <laughs> um, you, you found us on your whatever app and you hit play. So thanks for doing that. If you haven't listened to some of our past episodes and you want to check out see what some of the summer staff are doing or some of the past speakers that we've had, feel free to scroll through there. If you recognize a name, you can go on and listen to that and. We'll see everybody here in just a couple of weeks. All right. We'll get back to it. Till then, you guys have a great day, and we'll see you back here again for the Voice of Camp Nathaniel.